Hello, and welcome to Lazar's Library. I'm Lazar, your host, and today we are going to be reading one of the Ivy and Bean books. Um, it's a really, really good series. I think I've read most of all of them, but I haven't read this one. So um, I hope you enjoy. All right, we're going to be starting now. Number six of the Ivy and Beans, and there's 12 books now. Have you realized that the 12th has come out? Um, uh, it's going to be really good because it's the last one that's going to ever come out. So um, this the sixth book. Um, it's called Doomed to Dance. Ivy and Bean are doomed to dance. Ballet, ballet or bust. It was a book that startled, started all the trouble. Read, read, read. That's all grown-ups ever say to me, said Bean. But when I finally do read, I get in trouble. She slumped in her chair. And then the grown-ups take the book away. Ivy nodded. It's totally not fair, she agreed. And they shouldn't blame us anyway. It's all Grandma's fault. Ivy's Grandma had sent them, her, her the book. It was called The Royal Book of the Ballet. Each chapter told the story of a different ballet, which pictures of fancy girls in feathery tutus and satin potions. Bean was at Ivy's house on the day it arrived. They were supposed to be subtracted, but they were tired of that. So they ripped open the package and sat down side by side on Ivy's couch to look at the royal book of the ballet. I heard that sometimes their toes bleed when they're dancing said Bean. The blood leaks right through the Satan part. That's gross, said Ivy, turning the pages. Suddenly she stopped. Whoa, Nellie, murmured Bean, murmured Bean, staring. <clears throat> Is she kicking his head off? Asked Ivy in a whisper. That's what it looks like, said Bean. What's this one called, anyway? Ivy flipped it back a few pages. Giselle, she said, reading quickly. It's about a girl named Giselle who um, dances with this Duke guy, but he's going to marry a princess, not Giselle. So she takes his, award, his sword and stabs herself. Ivy and Bean found the picture of that. Ew, said Bean. But interesting. Yeah. And then she turns it into a ghost with all these other girls. They're called the Willies. The Wileys or something. The picture showed a troop of beautiful women dressed in white. They had very long fingernails. And then, Ivy read on, the Duke goes to see Giselle's grave. And she comes out with the Wileys, or the Willies, and they decide to dance him to death. Ivy stared at the picture. Two, 
death. Bean leaned over for a closer look. It was pretty amazing. Casal's pointed toe had snapped the Duke's head so high up so high that his chin pointed straight up to the sky. It would fall off in a moment. The Wileys or Willies stood in a circle, waving their long fingernails admiringly. Bean lifted the page, wishing that she could see more of the picture, but there was no more. There never was. Wow, she said, shaking her head. She showed him. For a few minutes, <clears throat> Ivy and Bean sat in silence, thinking. Okay, Ivy said finally, I'm Giselle and you're the Duke. All right, said Bean, but next time I get to be Giselle. It was fun playing Giselle, even though Ivy's mom wouldn't let them dance with a knife, and they had to use a wiffle bat instead. After they had each been Giselle a couple of times, they were willies, waving long scotch-taped fingernails as they danced various people to death. Mrs. Noble, streaked Bean. I'm dancing Mrs. Noble to death. Ivy ran to get a pair of her mother's high heels and pretended to be Mrs. Noble, a fifth grade teacher who had once given Ivy and Bean a lot of trouble. <clears throat> Bean and the Willie chased Mrs. Noble around the house, waggling their fingernails and screaming. Finally, when they were both laughing so hard they couldn't dance anymore, they rushed into the kitchen and fell over on the floor. Well, look, he's here, said Ivy's mom. She was making dinner. Mom, Ivy said when she got her breath back, <clears throat> I have to take ballet class. Ivy's mom stirred something and did something else. You had to take ice skating too. Ivy wiggled her toes. Yeah, but that was a mistake. How do you know ballet isn't a mistake, too? Those skates were expensive. Ballet is different, Ivy explained. Ballet isn't freezing and dumb. Ballet is pretty, and it's good for you. I'm going to take it, too, Bean said. That way, we can help each other during the hard parts. <clears throat> Ivy's mom looked at Bean in a surprised sort of way. You're going to take ballet? <clears throat> sure. Bean's mom would be happy to let her take ballet. Bean was certain of it. After all, Bean thought her mother likes nice, nice stuff. And ballet was nice, except for the part where you danced people to death. The funny thing was, Bean's mother wasn't happy to let her take ballet. Not at all. You'll start it, and then you'll decide you hate it and want to quit. No, I won't. I'll love it, said Bean. I'll bet you a dollar, and you'll hate it, said Nancy. Nancy had been taking ballet when she was Bean's age, and Bean remembered the time Nancy had cried because she was a chocolate 
chocolate. She was a chocolate bar in a ballet about candy. But I'm not going to be a dorky old piece of candy, Bean said. I'm going to be a willy. She knew better than to tell Nancy that she was going to be Giselle. Nancy would just start making fun of her. Ha, said Nancy. You have to be whatever they tell you to be. Nancy, said her mom. I'll discuss this with Bean in private, please. I'll bet you, Mom, said Nancy, getting up. I'll bet you two dollars that she quits after a week. I'll bet you a hundred and I don't. Goodbye, Nancy, said her mother. Nancy left, and Mom turned to Bean. Now, honey, I didn't want this to get in front of Nancy, but I do... But if I do let you take ballet, there will be no quitting. Quitting? Why would I quit? You quit softball. But that was softball. And you do it in softball? You stand around waiting for 500 years until it's time to hit the stupid ball. And then you miss anyway. Ballet isn't like that. Her mother looked at her. Bean made her eyes big. I thought you wanted me to learn new things. Her mother looked some more. Nancy got to take ballet. Bean wiggled her lower lip. She knew that trembling lower lip is very sad looking. Her mother laughed. You're drooling. Okay, I'll let you take ballet on one condition. And here it is. You will go for the whole session. Four months, 16 lessons for one performance. No quitting and no complaining. No problem, said Bean. She jumped up and hugged her mother. When can I start? I already know how to kick. You want to see? Chapter two, dip, dip, crash. It was not long before Ivy and Bean realized that they had make, made a terrible mistake. Bean began to realize it while Madame Joy was talking about first position. You stuck your heels together and your toes apart. Big deal. Where was the leaping? Where was the kicking? Where was the dancing? Then Madame Joy chattered for a long time in nice round arms. Who cared about the arms? Who cared about position? Who cared about arms? When Madame Joy started in a second position, which turned around to be a regular standing, being stopped listening. Ivy paid careful attention to the first position. Heels, toes, great. Then she paid careful attention to second position. Arms out, legs out, great. Then came third position. Now, said Madame Joy, third position. For third position, we slide our right foot, like so. The middle of our left foot.
Then we lift one nice round arm up, up in the air, leaving the other nice round arm. Ivy fell over with a thump. Goodness, said Madame Joy. Let's try that again. Let's not, thought, I, thought Ivy. But they did. In fact, they did nothing but one, two, three, four, and five for half an hour. After that, Madame Joy showed them something called a fly. She acted like it was the most important thing in the world. But really, it was just bending your knees and dipping a little. Dip, dip, dip. Row, row, row your boat, thought me. Hey, guys, she called. Get this, she said. Dip, dip, dip your knees. Nobody joined in. Instead, Madame Joy said, We save our singing for after class, baby. Sheesh, Bean said to herself. You'd think she'd be happy to get a little more pep in here. But it was even worse than Madame Joy was peppy. All right, girls. Time to leap like little kitties. Madame Joy said, springing into the air with her ballet slippers fluttering. She doesn't leap like a kitty. She leaps like a frog, Bean whispered to Ivy. Bean, called Madame Joy. You may lead the kitties. She twirled briskly around and hauled Bean to the front of the line. Now, she said, smiling. You are kitty, leap, leap. Madame Joy bounded across, across the wide, empty floor. Bean closed her eyes and imagined she was a cat. He was a skinny black cat that wanted to catch a bird and then eat it. Bean crouched. She twitched her tail. She narrowed her eyes. She screeched and then longed forward, landing on her hands and knees in the middle of the floor. Got him! She yelled. Madame Joy stared at Bean for a second, and then she said, Dulcie, will you show us how to leap like Kitty? Yes, Madame Joy, said Dulcie. Only she said, Madame Joy. For some reason, Madame Joy liked that. Dulcie came to the front of the line and stood with her arms out and her toes pointed. Bean rose to her feet. So I already did it, right? I got to be done, right? No, said Madame Joy. You need some more practice. Go to the end of the line. Bean clumped to the end of the line and stood behind Ivy. Dulcie lifted her arms higher and smiled proudly. Then she hopped across the empty floor, cur plop, cur plop. When she reached the other side of the ballet studio, Dulcie stood before Madame Joy and held out her tiny pink dance skirt. 
Then she swirled one leg behind the other and cursed. Show off, whispered Bean. I can't believe that we asked for this, said Ivy, her eyes on Dulcie. We didn't just ask, we begged, Bean said glumly. It was true. They had begged. After everyone had leaped, Madame Joy clapped her hands and told them they had to be butterflies. Bean raised her hand. Can I be a willy instead? Madame Joy stared at her. Not today, she said in a way that really meant never. Then she turned on some music, and all the other girls ran on the room, flapping their arms and pointing their toes. That's when Ivy and Bean turned to look at each other, and their eyes said, We have made a terrible mistake. Chapter 3. Bad News Beneath the Sea Every week, Bean and Ivy <clears throat> put on tights and leotards and went to Mrs. Madame Joy's school for the ballet, where they fell down and hurt themselves. Ivy and were bored out of their minds, Bean. Every week, they were told to watch Dulcie ply and kitty jump across the floor, even though she was only five. <coughs> Every week, they waited and waited for Madame Joy to clap her hands and say it was time to be butterflies. They hated being butterflies, but at least that meant ballet class was almost over. It seemed like it couldn't get worse. And then one day, instead of telling them to be butterflies, Madame Joy told them to sit in a circle on the floor. We're going to be mushrooms, whispered Ivy to Bean. Bean didn't think so. When grown-ups asked you to sit in a circle, they were usually going to tell you something you didn't want to hear. Mrs. Aruba Tate, Ivy and Bean's second grade teacher, was forever gathering them in a circle for bad news. Like the class fish died over the weekend. Or everyone had to start using real punctuation. Or the pencil sharpener is off limits. Circles meant trouble. Bean watched Madame Joy walk pointy-toed to a chair and sit. No floor for her. Glores, girls, she began. I have something very special to tell you. Oh, tell us, Madame Joie, cried Dulcie. She even clapped her hands. Madame Joy smiled. As many of you know, <clears throat> we end each session with a lovely recital. A recital, girls, is a chance for you to dance before your friends and family so that they see what you learned. Ivy coughed. Madame Joy leaned forward eagerly. Most of our recitals are held here at school, but this time we have been invited to participate in the world of dance. Isn't that wonderful? 
Several girls said, ooh. Bean was getting not so good feeling. What's the world of dance? She asked. Madame Joyce's smile grew. The world of dance is a gathering of many dance schools from all over town, tap dancers, jazz dancers, hip hop dancers. We will be respending that ballet. Each group gets a chance to perform just as regular recital, but we will be performing on a real stage in real theater. Ooh, repeated the same girls. Bean was sick of hearing that. Ivy's hands strung in the air. Can we do Giselle? Giselle? Madame Joy looked surprised. No goodness, no. We will be doing a lovely piece called Wedding Beneath the Sea. Wedding Beneath the Sea? Bean didn't care if she was rude. She yelled, what are Ivy and me? Miss Joy raised her eyebrows. I was planning to discuss parts next, but if you must know, you and Ivy will be the two friendly squads. Nobody said, ooh, squids. I mean, friendly squids. Squids, Ivy and Bean looked at each other. We have made really terrible mistake. On the drive home, Bean and Ivy were quiet because of what the no complaining rule. Quietly, they got out of the car and went to Bean's backyard. Quietly, they stuffed themselves into Bean's timely pit playoffs and slumped against the walls. Squids. Who's ever heard of squids? said Bean. I don't even know what squids are. I'm not totally sure, said Ivy, but I think they're ugly and I think they're people eat them. Oh, great, moaned Bean. I can't believe that stupid Dulcie gets the mer- to be the mermaid. A mermaid squids. I can't believe, I believe it, said Ivy. We're awful. We're not awful, began Bean. Oh, yes, we are. I'm worse than you, but you're pretty bad, too. That's because we hate it. If we liked it, we'd be better at it. I thought I'd liked it. I like it, said Bean. I said Ivy sadly. So did I, said Bean. I thought we'd be kicking some heads off. I didn't know about the positions and plays and all that. I know they can't make us do it, said Ivy. Bean thought about that. Yes, they can, she said. Ivy sighed. It was mean of them to make us promise not to complain. She said, yeah, said Bean. They knew all along how horrible it would be. We're going to have it to be squids in front of everybody, said Ivy. That is the most horrible thing of all. They'll probably laugh at us said Bean, imagining it. They can't. They're parents, Ivy said. Remember, it's friends, too. There might be even someone from school there, Bean said gloomily. If only we could quit, Ivy moaned. But we can't, said Bean. Ivy frowned. That meant she was getting determined. There has to be a way, she said.
determinedly. Nothing is impossible. Bean stared at her. It's impossible for us to be good at ballet. Well, that, sure, said Ivy, but it's not impossible for us to break our arms. Um, chapter, what is it called? Chapter four, Sa squids in a fix. What, said Bean? We can't be squids if we break our arms, said Ivy. Remember what Madame Joy said. We're supposed to wave our ten tentacles gently on the passing tide. No way can we do that if we've got broken arms, right? That was true. But broken arms, that could be going too far. Being pictured her arm cracked in her ass. I saw a picture of a guy who broke him, broke his arm, and he his bone poked out of his skin. He said, "Ivy made an ouch face." Yeah, said Bean. Maybe we don't have to break them. Maybe we could just sprain them instead. She didn't really know what a sprain was, but she knew that it didn't involve bones poking out of your skin. Okay, sure. We can be squids with sprained arms either, said Ivy. No way, no how, agreed Bean. Agreed Bean. They looked at each other. So how do you, how do you sprain an arm, Bean asked. I bet it's like breaking, only smaller, Ivy reasoned. When she was a kid, my mom broke her arm falling off a garbage roof. If we want to just sprain our arms, maybe we should find something shorter than a garage and fall off of it. And this made sense. Bean looked around her backyard. There was a porch, but they'd cracked their heads open on the stairs. There was a playhouse. There was a trampoline. Hey, I've got an idea, Bean said. We'll jump off the playhouse into the trampoline, and then boing from the trampoline into the ground. You should do it. First, they had to drag the playhouse across the lawn and set it down to the trampoline. Bean noticed the playhouse was not much taller than the trampoline. They were going to have to jump hard. Next, Bean climbed up the plastic playhouse and shutters until she was perched on the roof like a giant bird. Ivy took a running jump at the playhouse and flung herself over the roof. Oof, she said. You have to stand up, said Bean, or your jump will be too short. You go first, said Ivy in a muffled voice. Bean rose slowly to her feet. The playhouse made a funny sound. Ivy began to push herself up on her hands. There was another funny sound. It was bending sort of sound, a cracking sort of sound. The roof was caving on. Abandoned ship, 
and hollered and bounced into the trampoline. But the two sides sides of the playhouse were folding around Ivy like she couldn't do anything. Bean watched as Ivy sank closer and closer to the ground. Are you okay? She said, I'm fine, said Ivy. But after a few minutes, the playhouse stopped sinking, and Bean tried to pull Ivy up by yanking on the head. But Ivy said that hurt worse than being tackled. So Bean yanked on the playhouse instead. Soon the roof decaved enough for Ivy to squeeze out. And then the Bean crawled inside and hit the ceiling until the playhouse was almost shaped it had been before. Phew, said Ivy, sitting down. We're going to have to get some tape to fix that crack. She wiped her sweaty face with her sweaty hand. Duct tape. I love fixing things. But Bean, said Ivy, we didn't fix anything. We're still squids. Dang. Bean had almost forgotten about that. Her duct tape had happiness baited. She was a squid, a friendly squid. Maybe we'll get so sick we can't be in the world of dance, she suggested. That's not a bad idea. Okay, bye you guys, that was the end. Um, it was five chapters and I hope you enjoyed it.